Well, hello and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio. This is Emmy, and I'm super excited. Well, I'm, I'm actually fangirling out right now. I'm trying to contain <laughs> myself. But we have the one and only Laura Scott, who uh, you can hear every uh, day, every weekday from 10 to 3 on K-Earth 101 in L.A. And uh, she's a radio pro, an amazing woman who is doing so much in her world. And just the light and the love that she brings to all of her followers is just immense. I actually came across her uh, on Instagram and uh, I just thought I need to interview this woman because I love her heart for others and just what what she's doing and the influence that she has on others is just um, amazing. And she's using it for positive uh, positive things, which is always, always great. So thank you, Laura, for, for speaking with us uh, tonight on Heart of Indie Radio and welcome. And, if there, and there's I applause in the background. They're there. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Laura, and how are you this evening? I'm doing fantastic. And I'm, I'm seriously in tears listening to you talk. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that we connected. You know, people uh, tend to complain about social media, but I have to tell you, like, I've made the most beautiful connections with amazing women like you. Uh, also Disney fans. I'm a big Disney fan. Other people yeah, in radio. It's too. Been, <laughs> yeah, it's been really, really wonderful. So thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah, now I'm starting to tear up. Okay, well, we'll get it together, guys, I promise. Um, so, Laura, you are obviously someone that I, I greatly admire, as hence why I've said, like, hey, will you please, will you please let me interview you? You've got such a positive outlook on life, and you bring this positive message to everything, you know, in, in, in the radio, as well as your, you know, your social media posts, and it really carries through. Um, can you tell us what inspires you and how you kind of, yeah, how you got to be you? <laughs> wow. Well, it started a long time ago in Florida. Now, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I realized that there was a, a shift that needed to happen in my life. And I'm going to I'm going to jump into kind of a, a deep, dark place. But I promise we're not going to stay there uh, just to start off with. Um, I went I have two kids right now, ages five and ten. And in between the kids, uh, when I was trying to have a second child, I ended up having three miscarriages all in a row in a period of about two years and went to a very, very dark place and, and wasn't sure that I was going to make it through. I think if it hadn't been for um, my son, um, it, it would have been it, it would have been really bad. And it was really bad. But what I realized is that I was going to stay in that dark place or I was going to get out there and live my life every day with as much joy as I could. And that would be my tribute to the, the miscarriage, the, the babies that I had lost. And so that was really the beginning of this shift for me. And I, I was so fortunate to be able to have a second child. She and my son are just the light of my life. I love them so much. And, you know, as, as they've gotten bigger and I've looked at the world around me, sometimes I think as parents, and even if we don't have kids, we can be scared about where are we headed? You know, how are people treating each other? What's happening in this world? And I realized that I could make myself nuts thinking about everything out there that was out of my control, or I could focus on what I, I did have control over. And that was my interactions with people. I could stop freaking out on the um, freeways here in LA if somebody cut me off and just let it go <laughs> instead of trying to go after them, you know? Yeah. Uh, I had control over my air shift instead of sharing stories about how, you know, LA is number one once again for worst traffic or the LAX airport is once again the worst airport in the world. I could focus on what's good and beautiful about the day. I could ask people what's going right with their day. And then also online, instead of complaining about 
let's say somebody who's being rude on an airplane. I could just share a positive quote. So I could really take control over what I had control over. And that would be my contribution to putting more positivity out there. Because I, I do think it has a ripple effect. I mean, for anybody who's going, well, it's just me. I truly think that what you do matters. And we all have a circle of influence, whether we're on the radio or online or just going about our daily lives. So we all have the chance to make an impact. Absolutely. Oh, I agree 100%. And I, I like what you said, or about the ripple effect, because I really believe that because especially now that uh, we do have things like social media and that we are kind of connected with everyone around the globe at just the touch of a button, what we say and do does affect other people. And um, yeah, I really resonate with what you're saying, because I think now more than ever, people are, are longing to know that they're that they belong and that they're loved, that someone notices them. And when we can kind of just uh, you know, be someone that is positive in those folks' lives. Um, you know, it could be one person, it could be, it could be millions. Um, it all makes a difference. So I really um, thank you for sharing that. And how did you, because you've been on air for, for quite some time. Um, mm -hmm. How did, how did that kind of, you know, kind of walk us through that? And, and what did your colleagues uh, think when you started like, you know, posting these, you know, these positive quotes, are they, do they kind of have a, an opinion on that? It's interesting because by the time I got here to care, so I've been at my current radio station for, wow, coming up on five years this year, um, I, I was already kind of in this mode of sharing positive quotes and, and trying to be, not trying to be inspirational, but, but hopefully just focusing more on the good things in life. Um, but definitely my family noticed <laughs> when I stopped freaking out. I get it. Like, I thought I was a spiritual person. I thought I had my act together, but then I got on the 405 freeway here in Los Angeles and it was like the pupils <laughs> dilated and I was a maniac. So that for me, that was like when I finally got that under control, I felt like, okay, I'm finally making some progress here. Um, but I, I will tell you, as far as getting into radio, I got started when I was a teenager I was, I had moved to Oregon right after high school. So I grew up in Florida, moved to the West coast of the United States. And I was 17. I was at a party with a friend of mine and she wanted to meet the morning guy on the local radio station. So she thought that I should get a job at the station so she could meet him. And so she basically dared me to call the station and being a teenager and fearless, I called, they were hiring. I came in, I think it was the next day for an interview. And I was on the air that weekend. They trained me for a couple hours and threw me on the air. And I was so terrible, Emmy, but they needed people to actually physically keep the station on the air. And it was a, a very small town in Oregon. So people were not, you know, clamoring to get on the air there. Like they just needed anybody. What? So I continued to show up and work and I did overnight shifts and every holiday and every weekend I was working basically seven days a week. And then I ended up moving to Portland, Oregon to finish college down to San Francisco and then down to LA. So it's been, uh, it, it's been a journey. LA was always my goal. I had an early boss who, um, when I left the little town that I started in to go to Portland had told me I would never work in radio again after leaving that station. And I had the thought oh. of, I'm going to show you, like, I'm going to yeah. prove <laughs> to you that I can do this. I'm going to make it to LA. That's amazing. You know, it's just, um, Laura, that's such a, it's so funny because not, not your story, but just the fact that you've mentioned Oregon, because that's, um, I, I grew up in Salem, Oregon before I moved to New Zealand. And so, um, 
I don't hear people speak about Oregon very often. So I was kind of like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Salem, Oregon, yeah, Oregon, yeah, just a little yeah. bit south of Portland. That's awesome. Yeah, ex exactly. Um, so can you kind of walk us through just in terms of, so you've got the, the station director uh, saying, you know, you're never going to work in radio again and your determination and obviously you just, where you were so focused, can you kind of walk us through the thoughts, patterns behind that? Because I think a lot of our listeners, um, they are up and coming in lots of different, you know, arenas. It could be music. It could be, um, you know, that they might have aspirations to be, you know, uh, a journalist or, or on the radio or um, an engineer. And I think resilience is something that we can we can probably tell them is super important. But I'd love for our listeners to sort of get an idea of the mindset that you have to have or that you had to say, OK, those words were spoken over my life, but I believe something else for myself. Yeah, I will tell you, I didn't have support from my family. So I always knew when I made that move to Oregon that it was all going to be on me. So there was really, you know, I didn't scorch the earth or burn the bridges on purpose or anything like that. But I just always knew like if it if it was to be, it was going to be up to me. So that was a big part of it was that I knew I had to find a way to keep moving forward. And it's interesting. You've probably seen questions like this. I think we've probably both asked people questions like this. You know, if you could go back in time and, and give your younger self advice, what would it be? <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day that I have a lot to learn from my younger self because that that girl that was still a teenager at that time, I was 19. I'd been at that first station for a couple of years when he told me that. Um, I, I didn't even let failure creep into my mind. And I, I honestly don't know where that came from or why mm -hmm. that was in me, but it just never occurred to me that I wouldn't reach my goal. I, I didn't put a timeline on it. It wasn't like I have to be there by next year. It's going to take 10 years or 50 years. I just knew that I would not stop until I found a way, whether that was hitting it, it, and working in every small town along the coast in Oregon and then Northern California and then Southern California. <laughs> it was just one of those whatever it takes kind of mentalities. And no one is going to stop me. I will do any job. I will work any schedule. I will, uh, at one point I was working overnight in Portland, going to school during the day. And then on the weekends, driving to a small town in Washington state to be on the air during the day there before I came back and did a, a shift on the weekend in Portland, you know, and, and not everybody can do that. Certainly if you have a small child, um, it's going to be tougher to do. We all have those different seasons in our lives, but I think there's always something that we all can do to take a step in that direction, whether it's a big step or a small step. I think the important thing is to just keep moving because action will always breed action. That's so true. Oh my goodness. You sure we're not related? Are we sisters? <laughs> our, our parents my sister from another mister. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that what I love about what you've said is that it just, it fits so nicely into, um, you know, kind of what the world needs, obviously now, um, more than ever is to, is to, is that positive message and resilience and kindness, but also it's, it's something that at, at Hands of Grace, Ray of Light, Heart of Indie Radio, um, we're, we're really working on, um, you know, bringing that positivity to others and making a difference, uh, particularly with, our programs such as suicide prevention and anti-bullying. I'm just wondering if you've had a chance to kind of look into those and if there's anything that we're doing now that you kind of think, wow, that's something that sort of you can relate with in terms of what you're doing with social media and bringing that positive outlook to others. 
You know, what, what really touched me when we first connected and I, I looked at what you guys are doing is just, it's so beautiful that you're talking about these issues because, um, so my son is in fourth grade right now. Bullying started with him in second grade and it's everywhere now, whether it's in person or it's on social media and just mm-hmm. shining a light on that and letting people know that they're not alone. I, again, I think that's one of the beautiful things about being connected is that sometimes there isn't anybody, maybe in our family even, or in our circle at school or at work or wherever we are, that really gets us. You know, mm-hmm. we might be being given a hard time on all sides, but yet we can reach out to somebody, maybe that we've never even met in person and find the support that we need. And I wish when I was younger, when I was in high school, that there had been something like this to inspire me and encourage me. And, you know, I I think when you're going through those tough times, being reminded that things do get better, that things do change is the most important thing. Um, After suffering the pregnancy loss and postpartum depression, that was my experience with that darkness that felt like it was never going to end. And finding a way to hang on and to get through that. Um, I, I think if we can do that for somebody else, I mean, we've succeeded in life. If we can be that inspiration for somebody. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, um, and I'm so sorry about what you've gone through. I mean, you've obviously come out on the other side and you've used, you've used those experiences to now and inspire and encourage others, which is really beautiful. Um, so thank you for being so honest and, and open with us. Um, I really, I really appreciate that i'm i'm just uh, i just wanted to comment about something that you brought up um just when you're talking about being touched by you know what 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 it is that we're doing and then also something that you naturally are doing because of what you've experienced when we are able to be open and honest and give people the opportunity to to see and to feel and to be it really does kind of open up the the conversation and i think so often these these um, conversations are considered faux pas or um, people are nervous about bringing them up, you know, because it's, you don't know, uh, upset anyone or shed light on something that maybe is going on. Um, over here in New Zealand, we have a, a, a very, very high uh, teen suicide rate. And it is something that is, as a country, we're, we're trying to grapple with. Um, and I think a lot of times it is because people are so fearful of talking about mm-hmm. um, the prevention because they don't they're worried that it's going to somehow uh, kind of talk someone into trying it or, you know, it's just, it's kind of a, a hard topic. Um, and I understand why, pe- why people, you know, kind of tiptoe around it, but um, it is so important to let people know that they aren't alone. Um, so thank you for, for reminding us, because I think that is what it is. It kind of have to, oh, you have to say those hard things sometimes um, and shed light on something that. Uh, could be in the dark, which is, you know, which I think is why social media is so powerful. Um, and, and how I see you using it, um, it is making a difference. Um, do you think that it kind of shapes, maybe not your career, but does it shape kind of the direction that you feel you're going when you get to post something that you know, you just feel in your heart, you know, is meant to be? I mean, to kind of, can it you kind does. of tell us a little bit? Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, I don't know if you've had this happen, but sometimes there are things that either people ask me a lot or, you know, people will DM me about or I see in the comments, but it's almost like this idea gets a hold of me and I can't rest. I can't like I I can't shake it until I actually get it out 
and put it up. I don't know if you've ever read any of um, Elizabeth Gilbert's work, but she talks uh, about this idea in her book, Big Magic, about how ideas are actually things and they will find a person and they want to express through them. And that if we don't do that, they will go and find somebody else. You know, so (laughs) it's, I look at that as like an honor that, okay, I've been chosen to carry this message based on what I've experienced in my life. And I will tell you, I'm a pretty, you know, even with all the stuff I've talked about, I'm a pretty lighthearted person. I like to have fun. And for a long time, I was just posting pictures of like, hey, we're giving away Bon Jovi tickets at work. And hey, look (laughs) at this pretty building. And here's my vegan burrito. (laughs) You know, like those were my posts. And I remember it was, and again, I was sharing positive quotes. I would share stuff on the air, but it was really, I want to say at the end of 2018, I had written a post about what I had learned that year and about how I had started saying yes to things. And I got so many comments on that, that I started to think, well, as scary as it is to share myself and share my story. And again, with radio, we've kind of been able to hide behind a microphone with that. You know, it's obviously changing now with social media, but for a long time, you just kind of be that voice on the radio and that was it. Um, But that. I started to, again, have these sort of urges, if you will, that I I needed to go a little bit deeper. So that's where that came from. And I was like, man, I don't want to do this. (laughs) But again, it it just wouldn't let go of me. And to hear from somebody, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I thought I was the only one or thank you. That really Mm -hmm. encouraged me or I was having a tough day. And that was, it kind of changed the course of my day when I read that is honestly the best feeling. And the whole entire world. And I'm so glad that I was the one with the message at that time to connect with them. Wow. I feel, I feel like you've really, you, you, you found your calling, um, you know, just even in, and I, I, I'm not connected with you on the other, on other social platforms, but especially with Instagram, you know, you really have this presence um, as I spoke about earlier. And I think just the, I think that, yeah, you answered the call, you know, it, it happened. It was a progression. But in 2018, you did this post that you felt that you needed to do. And then kind of from there, you know, things have kind of become what they are now. And um, and more and more people are sharing and um, engaging with you. And that's just so awesome. And I really want our listeners at Heart of Indie Radio to, to follow you on, on social platforms. So can you please spell it out for us? How can we find you? Thank you. I will literally spell it out for you. So yeah, yeah, thank you. It's a little bit different. So Lara Scott Media, and that's L-A-R-A-S-C-O-T-T-M-E-D-I-A, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Awesome. And uh, if you are in the LA area, uh, you can listen in on weekdays from 10 to 3 on K-Earth 101. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm still, I'm like, fangirling out I'm just so excited that you've taken time to talk to little old me and I want to know if you have any advice for uh, you know people that are kind of wanting to get into um, you know radio or journalism or or if they're just like someone that is just trying to figure out what their calling is do you have any advice that you'd like to share with them tonight Yes. Well, first of all, Emmy, if you're ever in LA, please come see us and come hang out with us at Cares. We would absolutely love that. I love connecting with people <laughs> in the industry. Um, and we also have a disco ball in our lobby and some video. Oh games, my goodness. Oh, you guys yeah. are definitely, yeah, we're going to have to have a dance off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got the 80s music. It'll be great. Um, the advice that I would give to anybody who wants to be in this industry, what I think is so beautiful now is that 
No one has to wait to be chosen anymore by a gatekeeper, whether you're making music. You don't have to wait to be chosen by a record company and then selected by a radio station for people to hear your music. You can just start to create. If you want to be a radio host, do a podcast. You can start with very little equipment. I mean, a microphone and like a tiny mixing board, you know, you can, you can host that for a very small amount of money and you're broadcasting. You can make videos and post them on YouTube. The only person that can stop you is you. And also this idea to let go of the timeline, to, to feel like, okay, it has to happen in a month or I'm a failure. I think it's tough because again, with social media, we see people, you know, living their best lives and going out and doing all of this stuff. And you never know about all the years it may have taken to get to that point. We're just, and people have talked about this. We're just seeing the highlight reel. So you have to just mm. really put the blinders on uh, and focus on what you're doing and just try to do a little bit more every day. Try to move a little bit further every day because the race really is with yourself. I and mean, that's definitely one thing. I, I'm a big uh, yogi and I practice meditation every day. And it's like the race is really only with yourself and, and be proud of how far you've come and celebrate your successes. Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness. You're going to write a book. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Just going to put all my so Instagram awesome. posts in a book. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, it's an, it's a new coffee table book. People are waiting. I'm waiting for it. Thank you. Will you write the foreword, please? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, tonight at Heart of a New Radio, we've had the privilege and the honor of speaking to Laura Scott uh, all the way from L.A. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your words of wisdom and just your joy. You know, you said that earlier that you wanted to spread joy um, and you really do that every day and you certainly have brought joy to my life in the short time that um, that we've been connected so thank you and listeners be sure to uh, get in touch with Laura and let her know that you've enjoyed tonight's uh, broadcast as well as DM us on Twitter at Heart of Indy or you can email us at heartofindyradio at gmail.com let us know what you think and uh, we always love hearing from you this is your station and thank you so much um, we will get back to the music right here on Heart of Indy Radio <laughs> 